What is up, everybody? This is your No One's Ready for Wrestling bonus. As today, we're going to be covering predictions for this Saturday's AEW Full Gear pay-per-view, which will take place at the Target Center at Minneapolis, Minnesota. So to all my friends down there who have tickets, and you're about to see a really great show, I'm telling you right now. Um, before we begin, there's a couple of things I want to mention. Number one, the last episode of my podcast, I was not a fan of it. And I'm being um, honest when I say it. It felt like when I was listening to it, it felt like so, um, how would I put this? So mono, like you could barely hear what I'm saying. And it just didn't work the way I wanted it to. So I apologize for that. Hopefully, this is my way of making it up to you guys. But if you missed the last episode, we talked about John Moxley. We talked about um, the talent being let go. And it was one of the... It was a rant fest on that part. That's the best way I could say it. It was a rant fest. So, like, like again, I apologize if the audio did not go the way it wanted to. Like, I was editing it, and then it just had that little mishap. So, I apologize for that. Second, yesterday, I celebrated my brother's birthday. He just turned, he just turned 32. So, if I know he's probably listening. I don't care. He's my big brother anyway. He's like my number one supporter of this podcast. I want to wish him a happy, even though I wished him a happy birthday. But, again, it's... Happy birthday again, brother. And even though your birthday was yesterday. <laughs> now, anyway, third, I and speaking of birthdays, I want to wish a very special happy birthday to one of the coolest, most caring people that I have met on this Twitch community. And... She saw the poem that I wrote in video style, so it was a proud moment for me. I accomplished that really good, and um, so if she's listening, Milky, Sarah, this is me shouting you out on the podcast, even though it's a wrestling podcast. Um, I want to wish you a happy birthday. I hope your day is special. I am Glad that I found you on Twitch, and I am honored to call you my friend, because you are, so help me, one of the most caring people that I have ever met, and I'm really honest when I say that. I'm dead serious. You are the kindest person that I have ever met on Twitch, and you care for everybody, and for that I say, happy birthday, my friend. Keep being awesome. And stay beautiful. Always. So, with that, let's get to the usual introductions. Like, you all, y'all know me. I'm Shino Phoenix. I am the coolest Phoenix that loves professional wrestling. And we are going to cover Full Gear, which is this uh, Saturday, if I'm correct. Yep, it's this Saturday. So, I'm looking forward to this pay-per-view. The card looks pretty strong. And, um, how would I put this? I think this is going to be really good. A really good pay-per-view, if I have to work. 
because you know I have a job as well, so you never know. But anyway, social media, you guys know the drill. Make sure you guys follow me on Twitter, at Phoenix. I do live tweet for uh, Raw, NXT, AEW, SmackDown, and on rare occasion, other wrestling companies like Impact, New Japan. Um, you have... Ring of Honor, which they pretty much are on hiatus at this point for next year. Um, and just other wrestling stuff. But I also like to have fun on Twitter and just be the nice person and do my usual shout-outs and promote my Twitch. Speaking of which, if you guys aren't following me on Twitch, you are missing out on some great content. Uh, I did Ghost of Tsushima, even though the stream cr- crashed because... We have an internet provider who is a complete ass. <clears throat> anyway, if you like to see me on Twitch, I am the kindest person that um, that you will ever meet. I am caring for everybody who uh, supports what I do. Make sure you guys follow me on Twitch, Shino Phoenix. If you have an Instagram, follow me, Cool Man Sip. I am the kindest person there. Even though I post video game stuff as well, you get to see the real me a little bit. Even though the real me is also on uh, on Twitch. So, make sure you follow me. Cool Man Sip. That's CYP, by the way. And uh, continue to support what I do. Facebook. Make sure you guys like the Facebook page. No one's ready for wrestling. That way you guys can stay up to date on the bonuses, the reviews, and all the episodes that I post on there. And if there's any updates... I will let you guys know on Facebook. I got some things planned on Discord. So if you want to be a part of my Discord, you could DM me on Twitter, DM me on Instagram. I will send you a link because next year we're going to do some watch-alongs. And by watch-alongs, I mean we're going to be watching pay-per-views on Discord. That way you guys can see what wrestling is about if you're new to it. I could get you into it if you have the chance. So that's that. Um, if you want to send me your questions, you can always email me your questions at the one and only Phoenix 1993 at gmail.com. Please include your name and where you're from. That way I could shout you out on the show because I care for my listeners as well. Because like I said, the mailbag is always open. I'm not going to shut it off. It is open, no matter what. Now, let's get right into the card, which I'm looking forward to. Now, before we get in there, there is no, as of this recording, we don't know what the buy-in match is. Now, Cody Rhodes, Pac, Malachi Black, and Andrade, they're not on the card. And, yes, some of the women are also not on the card. Some of the people uh, who have programs are not on the card. Um, how's the best way I could put it? Like, if there was a buy-in, there's two that comes to mind. I don't know if this is the case. Maybe it's Thunder Rosa versus Jay Cargill. Or maybe we get a tag team match. We don't know if this is going to be added later during the show uh, on Dynamite Wednesday, which is their go-home show. Or we find out via the internet, via social media. So, I'm going to go on a limb. I think it's going to be Cody Rhodes and Pac 
versus Andrade and Malachi Black. And I think that's the match we're going to see at uh, the buy-in. I don't know. Maybe it could be on the main card. I don't know. But if I had to pick the winner, it would be Andrade and Malachi Black. That's just my uh, prediction right there, if that happens. Now to the main card, let's start with the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament Finals. We have Brian Danielson taking on Miro. Now, originally, it was going to be Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. Now, if you guys didn't listen to the last episode, even though I criticized my own latest episode, Moxley is entering an, a rehabilitation program for alcohol addiction. So, like I said, I wish him nothing but the best. But Miro was the replacement, and I mentioned that he had a lot of creative changes like going on in AEW originally he wasn't supposed to be on the show but at the last um at the last I wouldn't say last minute or so but he was um added and I think this was a better replacement I honestly think that now this isn't a, this isn't the first time Brian and Miro went up against each other in uh one-on-one in WWE they went up against uh one another at the um at the king of the ring qualifying match if I was correct and I thought they had a really good match and I think they're going to do the same thing um in on AEW but I think they're going to turn it up a notch now we can make a case on either of these two guys winning like but it plays a part on what is going to happen in the main event. I could see Brian Danielson winning and getting a shot against Kenny Omega if he retains or he has a great match with Hangman Page if he wins. But I'm going to go on a limb here. I am going to go with Miro. I think Miro is going to be the one to win the this tournament because... I feel like what might happen in the world championship match is going to have it have that like effect. And I think it will be a really great opportunity to showcase what Miro could bring in a main event level. So, like I said, the winner of this tournament will receive a future shot at the AEW World Championship. And I think Miro is going to be that person to hand Brian Danielson his first loss. So, I think that's what's going to happen. I think Brian Danielson is going to have his first loss against Miro in AEW. That's just my theory. We have Christian Cage in Jurassic Express, which is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, taking on the Super Click, which is the Young Bucks and Adam Cole in a Falls Count Anywhere match. I think this is going to be fucking insane. I expect these guys to go at it and just tear the fucking house down. Um, as for who should win, I mean, oh, this is tough. Because you can make a case for Christian Cage and Jurassic Express to win, but I am going with Super Click. Adam Cole has been on a tear in AEW, and I think he remains a, a winner. No, I don't. In singles competition, he's on a tear, but he did lose that um, tag team match. And um, 
in, on that Halloween edition of Dynamite. Now, I like I said, I'm going on a limb and I'm I am picking I am picking Super Click. I think this is going to lead to Jungle Boy versus Adam Cole again, which look, I don't mind. I think they they had a kick-ass match before, but um I think this is going to be really great, but I I love I think this is going to be like I said, it's going to be awesome. But this fall counts anywhere stipulation is going to be really good. Looking forward to that. We have the inner circle, which is the team of Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, and Santana and Ortiz. Taking on men of the year, which is Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, an American top team, which consists of Junior Dos Santos, which was picked uh, by, um, I think, Jake Hager, Andre Olofsky, and Dan Lambert, which Jericho picked. Now, usually celebrities or people that have no, um, like, this is just for American Top Team. For MMA fighters or celebrities that have no wrestling background, I mean, I think Junior Dos Santos would be great. I feel like Dan Lambert is just there to eat the pin because I don't see men of the year in American top team winning. I think this is an inner circle win. And I think Jericho is going to pin Dan Lambert. Now it's a Minneapolis street fight, which I mean, it should be fun, but I mean, I'm kind of on the middle with this match. This is my excitement. Just in the middle. It's just, eh, it's just there. And I think Inner Circle is getting this win. So, I'm going with the Inner Circle. I think they are going to win against Men of the Year and American Top Team. That's my prediction. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. I don't know if this is going to open the show. And if it does, I don't care. Either the World How to Eliminate a Tournament opens it or this one. Like, guys, if you have not watched the back and forth on Rampage last week against CM Punk and Eddie Kingston, it was fucking fantastic. Like, it was absolutely fantastic. And so much so that I recommend anybody who is not into wrestling, look at the promo between these two and tell me that it was great. Like, I'm telling you right now, you will fall in love with wrestling if you see promos like this. Like, you pretty much had Eddie Kingston challenging him to a match. CM Punk wanted an apology. Just a little recap. CM Punk wanted an apology for what uh, Eddie Kingston did on Rampage last time when he interrupted his interview with Tony Schiavone. And he was just upset, you know? Now, like, just a, like I'm recapping this entire segment because why not? Kingston's music came up and um, he didn't, he pretty much didn't show up until CM Punk says, oh, I'm not surprised. So the Mad King walks in, he's just upset, he is pissed. And Punk knows is is condescending to ask another man for an apology, but he enraged Kingston, but he's enraged that um, Kingston interrupted him on 
Rampage two weeks ago. Now, Kingston, he's sarcastically apologizing, saying that, oh, I was homesick. And I wasn't too worried about pissing CM Punk off. And he, this is where he gets real. He's like, guys like Joe, guys like the Amazing Red, and guys like you in Homicide were my heroes in the Indies. And he now looks at Punk as a non a narcissistic bitch. And to his surprise, like the fans were cheering him. And Punk admits that, look, guys, the guys Kingston listed did, did watch his work and they felt he fell short. And he called Eddie Kingston a bum. And that set off Eddie Kingston. He's like, he's like, what a bum land a big juicy like what a bum main event full gear which was last year which is funny because we're talking about full gear right now um and he pretty much said he's gonna slap this big juice he's gonna land a big juicy slap on punk if he doesn't wipe that smirk off his face and he challenges him to a match at full gear now punk thought their match would take place on your level, like Dark Elevation or Dark, because he says that he sees it as more of Kingston's speed, and Punk pretty much agreed to his proposal, and Kingston ended with this amazing statement saying, if I win, you should take another seven-year hiatus, and Punk just headbutted him, and they had this big fucking brawl, which was absolutely fantastic, and I am literally looking forward to this match. I think this is going to be really kick-ass that's just how I say it it's kick-ass now Eddie Kingston is in need of a big win I'm not gonna lie when I say that she not she he is just so great on the mic he is really good in the ring and honestly if it was me I would have Eddie Kingston get the win but TNT is building AEW around CM Punk. And I think, like, I, I mean, this is an obvious choice. I think CM Punk is walking out with the W. He's going to remain unbeaten until you have that somebody that is ready to beat a guy like CM Punk. So, I think, like I said, CM Punk is winning, but I, I just want Eddie Kingston to get a big win. But that's just how I see it. CM Punk is my pick to win this uh, match. We had Darby Allen versus Sting, the pillars of AEW. I think this is going to be a fucking great match. Like I say this every time, he is. These two guys are going to be the future of AEW. You got Sammy Guevara. When you talk about pillars, there's Sammy Guevara. There's Orange Cassidy, there's MJF, you got Darby Allen, and you got someone like Dante Martin, and maybe in the future, Lee Moriarty. Like, I think you got a bright future of talented people right there, those pillars of professional wrestling in AEW. Now, as for who wins this match, you can make a case for both of these men to win. Like, yes, Darby Allen is in need of a win after his loss to CM Punk at All Out. But 
I'm going to go on a limb and say MJF wins. I think MJF gets the win. I think he needs it more. And I think it would establish him to be in that main event level to possibly go after the AEW world title in the future. And I think that's one of the ideas. I am looking forward to that. I think that's going to be really good, in my honest opinion. So, that's that. MJF is my pick to win. Now let's get into the championships that will be defended. We got the Lucha Bros defending their AEW World Tag Team titles against FTR, who are the reigning AAA Tag Team Champions. Now, FTR and Lucha Bros, they had a match before, but it was for the AAA Mega Championships. Not not the Mega Championship, the Tag Team Championships. It, I mean, it was good. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was really good, even though they had them dress up as masked luchadors. And they picked up the the win against them. So, like I said, it was good. But I think it's going to pick up a lot more with the um, AEW World title on the line. Now, I don't see FTR winning. It's too soon, in my honest opinion. It's too soon for the Lucha Bros to drop their tag titles. They are so good at what they do. And why... Why would you want to risk that, in my honest opinion? I would not risk that. So, I'm going with the Lucha Bros. I think they're going to retain. And if you were to ask me who should take the titles off of them, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, you could have the Acclaim. I don't, I mean, but they, you got the Acclaim. You got TH2, who are, in my honest opinion, an underrated tag team. Literally one of the most underrated tag teams in AEW. But um, I am going with, if you had to pick, Santana and Ortiz. I think they would be the right team, if you ask me, to win the titles from uh, the Lucha Bros. They have history. Why not? I think it will, I think it will work. But like I said, I think this match is going to be great. But, uh... I got the Lucha Bros here. I think they're going to retain their um, AEW tag team titles. Because like I said, it's too early for them to drop the belts. If you, if I'm being real. Um, so that's that. We have Britt Baker defending her AEW Women's Championship against Ty Conti. I, I, I say this about Ty Conti. She has improved a lot. And it's amazing to me how WWE did not do nothing with her. They pretty much didn't give her a chance to showcase what she could bring. And now look at her doing possibly the best work of her entire wrestling career. Like, do I even need to say anything about Britt Baker? She is just at her level right now. She is killing it. And I honestly like it. I think this is really, really great shit. It is phenomenal. Now, this match, I mean, this is an easy one to predict. No offense to Ty Conti. I mean, this is just an opportunity for her to showcase that she could hang with somebody like Britt Baker. But like I said, I don't I don't see her winning. I really don't. I think, not I think, I know. Britt Baker is going to walk out a full gear steel, 
still your AEW um your AEW women's champion. And I still think that next year is going to lead is going to lead to um Britt Baker against Thunder Rosa. That's just my uh assumption. I think this is going to be a case where you have Thunder Rosa being the one to take the title from Britt Baker. Whether it's at Revolution, whether it's at Double or Nothing. I think that would be the perfect timing. And you know they're going to relive that. That's a long-term plan. I don't see Thunder Rosa winning the TBS Championship Tournament. It could be, like I mentioned, it could be Jay Cargill or Ruby Soho. But I think Britt stays on top. And she remains your AEW Women's Champion. That's my prediction. In the main event, we have Kenny Omega defending his AEW World Championship against Hangman Adam Page. This match, this match is going to kick ass. I think these guys had a really great match on... uh, Like, if you go back to Full Gear, last year on November 7th, uh, Hangman Page faced Omega in the finals of the number one contenders tournament for the AEW World Championship in which Omega won and later on would win the AEW World title from Jon Moxley. Now, Page made his return after a hiatus for two months. He came back at the casino ladder match to become the number one contender for the AEW world title, which was currently held by the cleaner, the guy not from North Carolina. Sorry, I had to do that. (laughs) But this match, I think, is going to be really great. Now, I say this about Hangman Page. The guy is so over to the point where I think it's time to pull the trigger. There's no ifs and or buts about it. You can't wait this long. Like the crowd wants to see Hangman Page win the AEW world title. And I think it's the right time. Now Kenny Omega, he has he had a really good run with the title. I feel like having Hangman Page win makes the most sense because not only you could let Omega just heal up from nagging injuries and you could also have Hangman be that, well, he is the top babyface, but he could be the main fucking attraction that people would love to see on on AEW. I think Page winning makes the most sense but you can't delay it anymore. Like, what's going to happen if Omega beats him again? Who do you have left? I mean, you got Brian Danielson, but I think it's time to have Hangman Page win this match. And I will, and here's what I would do I would have Omega hit the one winged angel, okay? Like, I would not use the rope break. Instead, briefly, before the ref reaches the three, Omega, like, Hangman, kicks out of the one-winged angel, and the place at the target center would go fucking nuts. 
Like, I would have Hangman Page be the first person to kick out of the most protected finisher in all of professional wrestling, the one-winged angel. And it will shock not only Kenny, but it will shock it will shock everybody. Now, of course, you're going to have the Elite get involved. You're going to have the Dark Order get involved. And I think all of this is going to lead, like I said, to a Hangman Page win. I feel like we're getting a new world champion, and that person is Hangman Adam Page. That is my prediction. I got Hangman winning the um, the AEW world title from Kenny Omega. And that's it for my predictions. Like I said, we don't know what the buy-in match is. We're going to find out later on. But um, thank you guys for tuning in for this little bonus that I did for you guys. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at ShinoDPhoenix. Follow me on Twitch, ShinoPhoenix. Uh, follow me on Instagram, CoolManSip. And like the Facebook page by, by the chance. No one's ready for wrestling. And if you have any questions, you can mailbag. You can use the mailbag. Email me, the one and only Phoenix1993 at gmail.com. Please include your name and where you're from. That way I could shout you out on this show because I care for my listeners. So until then, take care, be safe, support wrestling as much as you can, and I will see you guys next time, hopefully for 140th, for the 140th episode of this podcast. This Phoenix flies off, guys. I love you. And again, happy birthday to you, Milky. Happy birthday to you. Bye. Love you guys.